So the other day, Brendan Urie's Panic at the Disco broke the news that Panic at the Disco is over. They're ending after this tour in Europe. Um, it's, it's quite respectful and I can even admire it. But at the same time, I feel crushed. Um, it's because to summarize his statement, he basically said, you know, my wife is pregnant and about to give birth and I want to be there for my family and daughter and wife during this time. So I don't want to be, you know, dealing with these touring and recording commitments you know, I want to focus on my family. And I respect that and even admire that. I can respect it to a degree because a lot of musicians with kids, you know, are still touring and recording and don't really get to focus on that. So I feel like it's quite commendable that, you know, he wants to step down from music where there's a bunch of people that love him and practically worship him. And, you know, giving all that up just to raise a kid, you know, and raising a kid's an important thing. So I think this is this is a great step to fatherhood. Brendan Urie is going to be a great father if this is the kind of step that he's taking. So I respect that. You know, it's gonna, I'm sure he's going to love it. You know, he gets to be there for his daughter's first steps and be there for his daughter's first words and get to hold her when she's born and all these great things that he probably wouldn't get to do if he was stuck on the road, right? So... I admire all of this and this decision and I respect this decision. But at the same time, you have this feeling of like betrayal and abandonment and feeling crushed because the musician that you've grown up listening to and have wanted to see live and want to see make new music forever, you know, can't anymore or I guess won't really is the right word because he always could go back, but we don't know if he will or when. There's a lot of unanswered questions right now for a lot of fans. And say what you will about Brendan Urie and Panic at the Disco. A lot of people have those accusations. There's accusations about him out there. But, you know, for one thing, we don't know if they're true. They're just rumors, accusations, rumors, whatever you want to call them. They haven't been taken to court or proven in court. So I'm not going to go based off what the Internet says. Um for right now, I think Brendan Urie is a pretty good, cool person because there are people have also said great things about him. And I don't want to focus on the negatives without evidence. So I just want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, you just feel crushed and betrayed because of all that. And, you know, I Fever, You Can't Sweat Out, Panic of the Disco's first album, which had, you know, I write since not tragedies, played a big role on my childhood because... The 2000s was a great time. I was born in 03, so, you know, there were a lot of notable songs that came out of my childhood, and I Write Sins, Not Tragedies was one of them, along with, like, Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. Nickelback's Higher Remind Me was pretty big. You know, I grew up on things like Fall Out Boy with Sugar We're Going Down, and there was Paramore I grew up on, all kinds of, you know, pop punk, punk rock bands. Green Day's American Idiot was a big one for me. It was probably my favorite album at one point. When I was a kid. So it, you just feel this feeling of like the person that you've been listening to from, in a, from a music standpoint your whole life. You just realize that there might, you might never get to hear or make new music again. There's always that excitement behind a new album or a new song. And you don't get to feel that excitement now. I've also wanted to see him live. But, you know, he's, his last tour is in Europe and I live in the United States. And if I had known that this was his last 
tour, I probably would have gone to see them on the Viva Les Vengeance tour, which is the last Panic album that just came out, you know. I mean, they've had a great run. Seven studio albums and several number one hits. I mean, say what you want about his later stuff when it became what it was, but Panic at the Disco to me has always been great. When they were a band and when it became the Brendan Urie show, basically, you know, once it became more of Brendan Urie's band because, you know, band members were kind of, there was a revolving door of members and there wasn't really a solid, like, lineup, so it really has become a Brendan Urie project. And even those albums later down the line are still pretty good. I mean, Death of a Bachelor gave us songs like Don't Threaten Me With A Good Time, the title track Death of a Bachelor, The Good, The Bad, and The Dirty. You got Pray For The Wicked, which had albums like Mama, Look I Made It, or Look My Made It, I think it's called, um, and High Hopes and stuff like that. You know, high, I've got high, high hopes for the living. That was a pretty big song inescapable but fun to sing along to and even their viva lost vengeance album their most recent one from last year or i guess really just a few months ago was um pretty good there were still some good elements of it off of there and to announce your i guess retirement there's still unanswered questions i don't know if it's retiring the panic at the disco name or retiring period but you know to announce this while you still got while you're still riding your big album cycle you're still riding on riding on that and to announce it now man really breaks a lot of people, I guess. I feel the way. I feel that. A lot of 2000s kids on the internet right now, you know, are talking about how we're basically crushed and broke from what we've just, you know, been told. So just wanted to kind of, I guess, relieve my stress here on the podcast and kind of let out my feelings because I don't really know who to say them to, you know I mean? I don't have a lot of fans that are into them. Because of the rumors about Brendan Urie with Outside Proof, a lot of people just think he's a shit human being and None of my friends really want to talk about him or the band. So the podcast is really my only outlet to really come out and say among to say it among other fans of the band, because there's probably some that listen to this podcast, come among you guys and just say how I feel, you know? I it's definitely one of my favorite one of my least favorite things is that whenever a musician is accused of something without like solid evidence in a court or whatever, and like people just go based off what people say. They suddenly hate not only the musician, but now also their music for it. I don't get that. You should be able to enjoy the music separately from the person themselves. And if you can, you know, you can if if you know they're a good person, you can like the musician as well for for like and respect and love them on a personal level. But you shouldn't tie it to the music because then when you hate one of them, either the music or the musician then you're going to end up hating both if you do that. So that's the wrong way to have a listening experience. Um, but Redinieri seems like a pretty kind, respectable guy. I've heard good things about him. And, you know, it's just, I guess it's just soul-crushing to see Panic ending. The news broke when I was in class, um, just, like, cutting bagels. I was cutting bagels for a project thing and for a work experience thing, basically, and... Loud wire went off, and I opened the, I clicked the loud wire notification, and it's about this, just announcing, Brendan Urie announcing the Panic at the Disco disbandment. There's so many unanswered questions. Is how I feel right now. Is he just? He says it's the end of Panic at the Disco, but does that mean it's the end of the Panic at the Disco name, or is he going to do solo music under the name Brendan Urie? I mean, he calls it closing a chapter of his life, but could there be a new musical chapter chapter that opens up involving a solo career? We don't know. I'll definitely make another episode talking about this. 
Um, I'll make another episode of the podcast. If I find out, if he updates us and lets us know, I'll, you guys will be the first to know. I'll summarize his statement if there is one. But for right now, this is all we know. And I just want to react to this while it's fresh and new. Uh, thank you so much for listening if you did. Um, you can definitely talk about this on Spotify. Um, obviously, you can write anything you want. Or um, I will actually, in the description, leave the voicemail box in the description because the way I record this podcast, which is on Anchor, you can send in voice messages. So I encourage that anybody who was a fan of Panic at the Disco to um, send in a voice message. And I'm going to leave you guys with that. Maybe I'll do a part two to this episode where I just like go through your guys' voice messages and react to them. So I'll definitely do that if you send in any. Thank you.